Guys, I want to talk to you about attention to detail for a moment. What makes the dimples on a golf ball so important? What may seem insignificant, but without them, your ball wouldn't travel half as far as, or in Neil's case, attempt to go as straight. Those ball manufacturers measure to make sure each one of those dimples is right to within one thousandth of an inch. That's the kind of attention to detail you'll see in Cooper, Discoverer's, and Duramax SUV tire. From severe weather traction to durable tread technology, every last inch of the Enduramax is designed to give you the best ride possible for as long as possible. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Moving on, next stop on the trip is Belvedere in Charlevoix. Am I saying that correctly? In Michigan. Uh, 1927 William Watson public golf course. Uh, Willie style. Fees range from $48 to $95. But the word I come up with with Belvedere, it was just comfy. It was extremely, extremely comfy, especially after playing Kingsley. It just looks it looks a lot more like a traditional golf course. And that contrasting those two styles back to back was that that really was that was hitting very well for me. It struck me also on that note as Sometimes you have these courses where if you just kind of got in a cart and drove around them, you might not be super wowed. Yeah. Right. But once you actually like have clubs and are going out and playing it, I think it really comes to life. And that's how Belvedere was for me. I think if I had just seen it, you know, from the drone or from from the road or whatever, I I probably would have just driven right past. But getting out there and playing it, you're like, holy shit, man, this is so fun. And I think let's take this opportunity where you know, I think if we I know I was hard on our friend, the Dokito, Mr. Tom Doak. I will like Bruce Hepner and Doak have been working on this for a few years. And like the stuff that they've done to bring in, you know, to bring the greens out to the edges and bring all this internal mounding in. And it was, it's a brilliant restoration. I know they're not done yet, but um, like I could play that golf course for the rest of my life. Like it's it, like DJ, you said it during the trip. It, it reminded me of County Sligo. Yeah. Was, yeah. Very just, soulful, just elegant, soulful, throwback, vintage. Yeah, it was just that. That was that was inland golf at its at its best there. And it captured so much of like what we love about going to Ireland and playing places like Sligo, which is like those courses just operate. It, it, it they're private, but they're like open to people, right? And everything about Belvedere, like the sm- super small, really quaint, old school pro shop, was just like this is a this is a private golf course. Yeah, this right is off not the a- state road. Yeah, you know, it's just no no frills, but still very elegant. I didn't, I didn't even go in the clubhouse actually, but just like a looked like a regal like country club. This is this is a private golf course, great, and it's great logo, great, great yeah. flags. It's yeah. but just everything was just super subtle and. It just again the fact that this course is readily available to the public and at that price just kind of also just blew my mind. I love seeing we had a, there was a single that just strolled up to the first tee uh, before we were getting ready to go out and it just looked like somebody that was there on a family vacation sneaking in a morning round, which I can't think of like a better place to do that. And again, just had proper width. Like a lot of classic golf courses are just overgrown if they're not properly cared for. And this was this was freeing. It wasn't like really wide fairways, but like the corridors were very wide and it was freeing off the tee. You could kind of there were certain holes that really dictated, hey, a draw would play really well here, but like 
If you want to hit a straight shot, you can. It might not be in the best spot, but like you have that option here. It just never strangled you. Uh, there was a proper, just a very appropriate amount of cork, like some real funky shots. There's a, a dogleg right uh, par for the sixth hole on the on the front. Is that the one, that, the crazy one that goes through the trees? Yes. Or, yes. yes. Number six. Yeah, that one was just like, hey, you got to hit it like 215 off the tee here. Like 230 might be too far, and you're blocked out by the left tree. That hole was really cool, and then getting over the back nine. Seven even, where they, you could tell they've beefed up this bunker down the right. Yeah. And, and you can bail right, but you you're going to be blind. You can have a totally blind shot, or you can have a, a clear view at it, and it's like the difference of five yards yeah. in the fairway. And then getting over to the back nine, the 15th hole is this par five that bends way to the right. It has two totally different shelves. Uh, you can hit like a, a hybrid or a four iron or something to the top shelf and hit like a hybrid and another four iron into the green, or you can try to hit a crazy cut to get down to the lower tier, down to the right, but you got to wrap around some trees. It was just a, a couple of holes that were just like, ah, God, I want to go back and do that one again because now I see it and now I see how I would play it. The 16th hole blew all of our minds. <laughs> it was a shortish par four, maybe 360, something along those lines, uh, maybe a little less than that. And just this, this whole, this perched up green, everything sloping left to right. And you could bail out left up top if you want. And anything less than perfect on an approach shot is getting rejected and coming back down the hill to the right. And as I'm saying this, I'm wondering why it works so well there. And I did not like a lot of the shots on the loop, but it just was it's in moderation. Yeah, it was the proper. Yeah, it was like just a super challenge. And uh, I, I, I I was smitten by by Belvedere. It just was very comfortable. I just felt very connected with the game of golf and I, I i don't know how to define that other than just it was striking all the right emotional yeah, chords for me very very intimate yeah kind of place very very small but very interesting and you just felt very uh like almost weirdly like at home there even though none yes. of us had ever been there except for randy i think but it, it was we'll we'll get to uh this when we get to washcomo but would have been probably the second best course on the trip to play hickories yeah it was obviously designed for that and and with that in mind it was a place you could keep the ball on the ground. It obviously wasn't playing super crazy firm, but I mean, you you could bounce it up there. I, I think I know I mentioned this eight hours ago when we started this podcast, but the fourth hole was a, a really really long. What was it playing like two twenty two two fifteen yeah, something, something like that? Yeah. that. Par four, but it, or uh, par three, but it almost had like a short par four type of green. Just some wild swales in there, and it just I just I was blown away, man. I I really loved it. Great little chipping. And putting green yes, there, yep, yes. great rain, like great just, scene on the first tee, looking yeah, down man. over everything. There's just, a little fruit stand off, like you cross over the road. There's a little fruit stand right there by 10, 10 tee. We're we're too early for it, but it it just encapsulated all the best of Northern Michigan which, in the summer. Which we got to mention the road, uh, the whole front nine, as Randy pointed out, the whole front nine is in the dry county, and then you cross the road into another county, which is a wet county. So if you want to get fucked up. <laughs> You got to do it on the back nine, which, Neil. Which I, we failed to mention number 10. I think the best <laughs> example I've ever seen of the Muni template, the dead straight right in front of you par five. We, we walked off there like, God, Neil is going to love, love this hole. Beautiful <laughs> golf hole, beautiful golf hole. And I, last thing I'd like to say is I, I would like to, you know, pitch the uh, the committee on renaming the superintendent a haberdasher. Uh, you know, a very elegant course. It felt like an, an old man in a very dapper three-piece suit. Sure. That's that's how I would sum up the... Uh, Greens were... Haberdashers perfect. do hats, though, don't they? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I think they do... All sorts like, of tailoring. Ta- really? Tailoring, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was just hats, but I'll, I'll stand out on that. To that point on the greens, like what you're talking about with, with Hepner, I, I I didn't see the course before the greens were expanded, but 
what huge greens with big contours does. It, it it just increases the enjoyment level in almost every way. There's a lot of holes that have some kickers to it, but like you get the par four 13th uh, had these crazy mounds to the left. You almost didn't know until you got left of that green. You're like, oh, gosh, this was a big green, and I missed it, and I'm going to pay the price because there are some big contours to deal with. That, I don't know, I, you have so much more pinnable space for a course that you're going to play on repeat too, like for local people. That adds so much more enjoyment than you're playing a different course uh, every day. Mike Tarico is a member there, as well as Tom Watson spent his childhood uh, through his college years summering in northern Michigan. Belvedere became his home course in the summer, and to this day, Watson pronounces Belvedere as one of his three favorite courses in the country behind Augusta and Pebble Beach. So he still makes occasional visits to the club. Grazie. Randy, what uh, any any thoughts to add on Belvedere? No, I'm just really glad you guys enjoyed it. Honestly, it's probably like my favorite up in northern Michigan just for the playability, you know, on an everyday basis. And I wasn't sure if that would translate or if what I felt there, uh, that you guys would pick up and feel the same way. And so it was it was delighting for me that as like, Oh yeah, like this is, this isn't just like me. This is, this is what it is. I guess it was a little affirming and I'm just very glad that you guys enjoyed it. The only other thing that I'll note is they don't sell coffee in the, <laughs> the Marty, the pro was like, yeah, I haven't sold it for 90 years. I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> beg them just to, to brew a pot of coffee maybe in the morning. Great merch though. Yeah, fantastic Marty, as, Marty, as a trade-off marty's running a, a proper shop in there I, i'll say it's it reminded me of the best elements of the british isles and if you know no offense to anyone with coins book it would be one of the it would be like the great american golf course yeah for me everything that i would look for in a in an american golf course mm-hmm.